0: On this episode of Building Men, Be the Revolution, Helping Men Change the World, a conversation with Michael McGuire, CEO of GM Revolution. Welcome to the Building Men podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Miralda. When was the last time you focused on self-care and the holistic health of your body. GM Revolution is a men's skincare line with a mission to introduce men to proper skin health. GM Revolution offers five skincare products that act as one to give men exactly what their skin needs. Whether you struggle with acne or you're looking to prevent fine lines, GM Revolution works hard to strengthen your body's largest organ, the skin to fight as your body's first line of defense against your environment. Using code BUILDINGMEN, one word, you can save 15% on all of GM Revolution's products and start seeing the physical and mental benefits of skin care. GM Revolution encourages you to be the revolution in your own life. Now, back to the Building Men Podcast. Welcome to the Building Men Podcast. My name is Dennis Meralda. I am joined today by none other than Michael McGuire. Michael McGuire is the CEO and co-founder of GM Revolution. It was launched in 2020 as a new uh, men's skincare line. He is also the host of the Be The Revolution podcast. And Michael reached out to me. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. We got on a quick Zoom call just to you know, shoot the shit for a couple minutes, um, talk to get, get to know each other. And uh, we were able to, you know, schedule a time for both of us to, to get to meet on each other's podcast, too, coming up. So welcome aboard the Building Million Podcast, Michael. I'm glad you could join us here. Yeah, thanks, Dana. It's happy to be here. So why don't we start by you letting us know a little bit about where the idea for the GM revolution came from. So even you could go back as far as you want, you could go back to when, you know, you were glimmering your father's eye, I'll, I'll, whatever you, however you want to yeah. start your journey, but bring us to that point where, you know, you decided to start this new product.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. So the idea had probably been, you know, tossed around for a while. Um, and I guess, I guess it, it does start a long time ago to where, I, I was fortunate enough to grow up um, in the skincare industry. My mom growing up was a licensed esthetician. She owned her own spa, had her own product line. And so for me, uh, I, I like to say I had a, a skincare routine by the time I was nine years old. It was so second nature for me. I never thought anything, um, anytime she wanted to release a new product, I was her guinea pig. Uh, you know, anything that she released, it was tested on my face first just to make sure it worked. Um, but for me, it was very second nature. Um, like I said, I never thought anything else. It was, uh, came pretty natural for me going through high school. Uh, a lot of guys, you know, they tend to face hormonal acne and a lot of guys really struggle with that. For me, I was getting, you know, weekly treatments from my mom. So uh, that, was, that was certainly nice back then. But then uh, there was kind of a shift. I, when I went off to college, um, you know, started living in, in dorms and sharing communal bathrooms. Uh, you start to see that you know that education isn't there for a lot of guys. Um, it's actually not non-existent. Um, and so I'm sure for a lot of people listening to this, um, by all means, i I do not blame you if if you've never put anything on your face except water. Um, that seems to be a lot of, you know, that's majority of of men out there. and um, yeah, so that's where that's where the that's where I started to think of of, you know, why don't men have, you know, proper access to, you know, healthy, healthy care for their skin. Um, and it wasn't until this past year um, in the pandemic, um, like I said, my mom, she always had her own uh, skincare line herself catered towards women and female clientele. But, um, but during this pandemic, we we kind of sat down and we said, uh, you know, with all the free time we had, with spas being closed and whatnot, um, we started to think of, you know, we do have an obligation to, um, you know, take this education and take this, you know, form of care to another market, introduce men into properly taking care of themselves. So that's where um, that's where GM Revolution was born in the middle of a pandemic, and uh, you know we're almost coming up to a year until our official launch date.
0: It's funny. I'll, there's so many questions that I have just from what you mentioned in you know, those first you know two or three minutes. I'll start with that idea during the pandemic. I think what happened during the last year plus of a lot of people's lives, a lot of people went to a dark spot. I think a lot of people, and maybe initially people did this, went to this, woe is me or kind of self-deprecating experiences and um, maybe got some unhealthy habits. I think a lot of people also went the other way, kind of what you did where you said, you know what? I have this background um, you know from experiences with my mother and you know maybe I have some ideas that I want to be able to share with the world and so you took the opportunity during this time where we had to, people needed to reinvent themselves and you went a totally opposite direction You're like I'm going to make myself better and one of the things I love about what you do is it's this you recognize that for for people and men especially to be better they need to feel better you know, internally, externally, and that will help them be better. So talk to us a little bit about how you got to that point where you were like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go in this other direction here and I'm just going to, you know, take my destiny in my own hands now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, you talk about, you know, doing a 180. My background, uh, was actually, I studied mechanical engineering and entrepreneurship. Um, so probably the exact polar opposite of, you know, anything to do with, you know, personal care products and whatnot. Um, but yeah, you're, you're you're spot on when you say people needed to not necessarily reinvent themselves, but, you know, maybe redefine or narrow in on it exactly, you know, what's working, what's not during a pandemic. And there was a huge need for creativity. Um, only those that were creative were going to survive that. Uh, and that's the truth. I think, you know, in New York or what, I know you're in New Jersey, but, you know, it was something like one in five businesses shut down or something like that. It was, it was just, it's heartbreaking, but those that are set up to be innovative and creative were the ones that were gonna survive. And, you know, I did have a background in entrepreneurship. Um, so that was a huge passion of mine of, you know, just creating, just I don't care what it is. Um, and so I did have a slight background just growing up in the industry of, you know, recognizing that there was a need and there is a problem because creativity, innovation, entrepreneurship, it's all about solving problems, you know. You can have the best product in the world, but if it's not solving a problem, no one's going to care about it. Um, and so that's been the main thing with GM Revolution is identifying um, the root problem. And that's a tough thing when it comes to men, because a lot of them don't even know the difference. And I don't blame them because they were never taught. So, um, yeah, this yeah this past year, it's been really emphasizing the education on men of, Um, treating the body holistically, men are so quick to run to the gym. And that's great. Taking care of your body is fantastic. Um, But we always say that, you know, when you're treating your skin, you're treating the largest organ of the body. Uh, And so we really like to approach men from the health standpoint, because men get that they get results, they get the, the physics behind it, they get how, you know, it's biologically affecting you. And that's what men can tap into, as opposed to, you know, the beauty industry and marketing, a lot of it, you know, it's it's created that stigma of overly feminine care uh, and men shy away from that. Um, so we always approach men when it comes to, to skin care and self-care as uh, exactly what I said, of uh, approaching it from the science standpoint. You know, this is the largest organ in your body. We're, we're going to care for you holistically.
0: I don't know. I have some friends at college that would that would argue they would say that they have a bigger organ in their body. Then there's, but I, I, you know, I think that that's just some some guys drinking telling some tales there, but um. So when you talked about, I'll go back to talking about your your mother. You were basically like the the test subject for a lot of these things, right? And so I have this vision of you know your mom coming out with this potion and you know she's putting it on your skin and you're like she's like okay come here Michael come here let me try yeah. this. Did you ever have any like really bad reactions to anything? Any like you know things that were
1: like side effects or anything like that? Um, so I, I will say this, when it comes to, when it does come to, you know, skincare and whatnot, uh, you have to know what works for you and what works for me might not work for everyone else. Um, in terms of allergic reactions, there was never anything like that, never broke out into hives or anything. But uh, even with the products that we carry ourselves, um, you know, I, I do tend to prefer one product over another, uh, just of, you know, what works for me, um, what, what I tend to gravitate to you know, it does become, you know, you know, a personal relationship with, with a product of, you know, and, and that's something that, you know, men really gravitate to is results. Men are extremely results oriented. If they're not seeing it, if they're not feeling it they they won't touch it. Um, and so that that's the case with me too, of um, I know what I like, I know what works for me. I don't need anything more than, than that.
0: And going into that thought of ingredients that you were using, what, what's the process I'm fascinated by the process of you trying to figure out exactly the specific science behind the ingredients that you're using that will help, especially men's, a uh, uh, men's, you know, skincare line. So
1: how did you go through that? Yeah. How does
0: that like? yeah. What does that look like?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, what, what I, you can see in the background here, we've got these, these huge shelves of, these are all, and I'm in our skin center right now. Um, these are all products that people have left behind and, um, when they come and get a skin testing from us and you can see there's hundreds of products out there and you know you you picture that stereotypical women's bathroom uh hundreds of products you know you wouldn't blink an eye and then you think of a typical men's shower um they've got that three in one four in one five in one body conditioner toothpaste who knows um and so when it came to thinking of what men are going to want it was the whole idea was simplicity give men what they need nothing more Men don't need 100 products. Women don't need 100 products. That that dips into the want versus the need. And so it was really just focusing on treating skin from what it needs at the basis of a living cell. Give a cell what it needs. And so it's very, very approached from the scientific level of, um, you know, the purpose of all of our products are, A, to exfoliate, uh, flush toxins out. The men accumulate, you know, we really... I guess uh, we like to say that our products work as hard as you're willing to work. So if you're in the gym for, you know, two hours a day and you're sweating and you're accumulating all of that dirt, that toxins got to go somewhere or else it's going to go into your, into your skin. You know, your skin is the first layer of defense of your body. So we need to flush that toxin out. Um, so that was the primary, primary standpoint of where, where we were formulating it. And then it came down to, you know, treating, um, you know, treating, issues that can come up in your skin. We talked about hormonal acne uh, and that's, that's really prevalent in your teen years. But then as you start to touch 30 and plus, you start to see uh, signs of aging. So um, so first our, our products were designed to you know, give the skin what it needs, flush those toxins out. But then we do all, also offer products to start caring for uh, um, the, the age management and acne and whatnot. And so you're fighting an uphill battle
0: in this industry right it's as i was you know looking at everything you're doing listening to your podcast it's something that i recognize it's not kind of norm culture for men to think about these things i think about growing up and i mean even now it's the farthest thing from my mind i mean obviously i go to the gym i try to take care of myself in specific ways Skincare is just not something that was ever something that that i thought about um, consciously it wasn't like something that I that I considered I remember you know growing up it was like you know you got you got hurt it was like rub some dirt on it you know let's yeah. go oh let's yeah go. On it. and I mean my skincare routine I mean I you know I wash my face with a bar of soap and you like the the, the five in one thing that that really cracked me up and it resonated with me like how many more things can we put into that I mean exactly you know, it's something that I can drink with my, you know, bagel and <laughs> breakfast too. Why not? I mean, I yeah. can wash my hair with it and I could wash down a, you know, yeah. after yeah, add,
1: add it to your eggs. It's a little hot sauce <laughs> too.
0: <laughs> exactly. And so now you're, you're in this spot where you have to climb up, you know, this, this kind of mountain that exists. It's, it's almost like a, like a glass ceiling or something. I don't want to like overemphasize it, but it's where, People would look at it and say, like, why do men need to, to worry about their skin? It's just so anti what men think that they need. Right. And so it's so funny as I was you know, getting ready for this episode today, too. I have a, I have a son who's 16 years old um, who actually he he does take care of his skin. He really he's very conscious of it. Um, Without a little ball busting from his father, I'll be totally honest. At certain points in his life, like, come on, how many you know things do you need? You need a cleanser done. You need a moisturizer. Yeah. And he's always been that he understands that. My daughter is 13 years old, right? And so I would say a couple months ago, she showed me these this guy on you know TikTok or Instagram that's really involved with with skincare. And I was like, Jules, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me here. I'm like, there is I don't foresee a time in my life that I'm going to be cleansing my skin or moisturizing my skin or doing anything. It's just not something that, as a man, I would think to do. And then you reach out to me, right? And we start talking. You're like, listen, I would like to, you know, sponsor some of the Building Men podcasts, and I'm, I'm going to send you some products. And so yesterday, I received this box of product, and it was awesome. So I, I opened it up, and my daughter's sitting behind me. She just has this shitty grin on her face. She's like, that? Hey, Dad, how about that? So this is the pop calling the kettle black. She's like, that's, uh, that's something there that you're going to be using some men's skincare product Your pop. <laughs> was, there you brilliant. go. It's come full circle. Yes, just, absolutely. So I actually, I told you, I said, if I'm going to, you know, talk about it, I have to use it. I have to go through it and just say, if I'm going to, you know, endorse something, I need to at least try it. So for me, it was not, like I mentioned, it was not my norm. Obviously, I get the idea behind it. I barely put on suntan lotion, and I'm a fair guy. I would burn like a motherfucker when, when I was younger. Um, but to kind of get out of my own way and understand, listen: if you're trying to grow, you need to learn as much as you can. And then once you, you know, you learn and you understand that there's better ways to do things, and you can, you know, increase your reach and and do those things that you learn that are better for yourself. So I tried it. I tried the you know, the, the cleanser. I tried um, something, uh, the whatever, the anti-aging thing. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, I get some like some of those things, the wrinkles around my eyes a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll try it out. I'll tell you, it was like it was like a refreshing walk through the forest for my face. <laughs> the the thing had like a coconutty kind of smell to it. A little bit, yeah. I I'll be honest, I enjoyed it a lot more. Than I thought I was going to. I was looking around to see if people were watching me, and I was alone in the bathroom. I'm like, I'm really, I'm really enjoying this experience, and it's a different way that I'm enjoying the experience in the bathroom that I'm used to. But it was something taking care of myself for those cold minutes. So I just wanted to. It's a, like I will certainly endorse using it, and you know, it's something absolutely like longitudinally, you have to see the the difference that it makes. But my initial first reaction to it was, you know, I understand the importance behind you know men taking care of their skin in that way
1: yeah no and that's great to hear and like i said before it's men have to be results oriented yes uh, if, if you put it on your skin for the first time and you don't feel a difference if you don't see a difference it's a waste of money it's a waste of your time uh, men have better things to do than than worry about that um And so that's really what we care about with the products is, you know, yes, there are long lasting benefits, like 100%. You look at someone who has taken care of their skin, you look at some actors uh, to where it's like, they never age. Well, it's because they started doing things very early on uh, and to where you could look at someone the same age and like you said, wrinkles everywhere and whatnot. But um, so yeah, the longevity is important, but also, um, you know, you need to see and feel the effects after just one use. That's huge
0: like Rob Lowe is a
1: very handsome oh, yeah.
0: guy. I mean, God
1: damn He's like 85 years
0: old now, I think. And he, yeah. it's, it's really remarkable, but this is a guy who probably Tom Cruise, the same thing. Like yep. they probably found a way at a young age to just understand the benefits of it. And so what are the things, environmental things that you would say men need to be aware of? So take it, take aside or take apart the idea of like taking care of yourself with, with different products. What are things that we can do environmentally that can help us as men take care of ourselves?
1: Yeah. Um, and that's, that's really, that's really touching, you know, a layer deeper. Like, yes, we need the physical benefits, but there are so many, so many other benefits of, even when you said you're looking around, of like, Oh, like anyone noticed me? Right. It's, it's stuff like that, that really, you know, we, we say that skincare is not going to change the world. Um, that's kind of our tagline. We, we know that, you know, GM revolution, it's, it's not going to change the world. Skincare can't do that but we know that it can change people. Um, It can change the way people feel about themselves, the way they look in the mirror. um, And we are confident that people can change the world. So our line in itself, great products, they work fantastic, um, but it's really about, like you said, of of how, how people feel when they're using it. And that breaks into another huge conversation just about, you know, the way men do think of themselves typically. And I don't want to overgeneralize anything and just say all men, but for the most part um, you know, the concepts of, of self-care are extremely foreign to men. Um, the concepts of mental health are rub some dirt on it. And um, yeah, that's, that's really, that's, it's you, you hook them with, with the results oriented, you hook them with that. And all of a sudden, as they go on, you know, they start to see and feel mentally, you know, the effects of the products. Um, I like to compare it kind of to yoga of you think 20 years ago, like you would have laughed at yoga just as, as you laugh at skincare. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you know, some, some athletes are, are doing it, some high profile athletes. Um, and then maybe a man will, his, his wife or girlfriend will convince him to go and, all of a sudden, he'll wake up the next day sore, but he'll also be able to touch his toes. Of There's the result right there of, okay, it's a clear eight, black and white. Um, before I couldn't touch my toes, after I could. My body does feel better. And so he's, he keeps going. And then, you know, after that routine, then the mental health starts kicking in of, um, you know, the increased self-awareness. I'm, that's really the core of everything that we're doing is increasing self-awareness through physical benefits. So I think yoga is probably the, the best indicator of something that men have probably shied away from. And now men are getting into it for the physical benefits. But the more you do it, the more you realize, oh, there's there's something else going on here as well.
0: And I think to even meditation. Yeah. Ago, so I started like I went on a different journey. Like there was that kind of path that, you know, two roads. And I decided to go down a different path. And I was like, I'm going to try some things in my life that I shied away from for a long period of time. For whatever reason, there were mental blocks, physical blocks, emotional blocks. And one of the things I started to do was meditate on a daily basis. And over the course of a year and a hook, I mean, I you know probably missed a handful of days of meditation. But for the most part, I mean, I'm meditating at least once a day. I try to do twice a day. And it's it's not something where in the immediacy of it, where you feel like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm This is a a game changer, but the cumulative effect of taking care of your mental health and understanding, you know, you you are not your thoughts, you are not the things that run through your head and being able to see those things for what they are, it's a game changer. And Like I mentioned, the cumulative effect, it did wonders for me and just my outlook on life. And I kind of see your what you're doing is in the same way, um, being able to to let people know, listen, while, you know, you have that fresh coconutty center, whatever, but if you're, if you stick to it and you commit to this, this is something that could have real benefits to you and your, your overall health moving forward. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think our culture, you know, immediate gratification these days isn't fast enough. Like even immediate gratification is not quick enough um and so you know our culture promotes fast success and uh overnight success because of the way that people can go viral and whatnot um that's what we're all striving for of that one moment um but lately I've really been thinking you know just the concept of like there there is no singular moment um you know everything is a journey uh just the whole concept of you know having to wait for things I I struggled with that a lot of Um, you know, you, you start in and going back to high school of, okay, I'll be fine. Once I go to college, uh, I'll be fine. Once I get an internship, I'll be fine. Once I graduate, I'll be fine. When I get that full-time job, when I find a lifelong partner, when I have kids, when I get that promotion, when I retire, and it's like, no, it's like, you're like, there's always something else. And so, you know, that end goal destination is really learning how to enjoy the journey. Like that's the destination. And so learning how to invest now for the entire journey of, um, you know, you think of, you know, if we're going to say the word invest, of uh, investing money, um, you know, Warren Buffett always says that if he, he would be 10 times richer if he never sold anything. And so, you know, what you do now, you know, really impacts the long-term and our culture doesn't want to think of the long-term. Uh, we want to think of short-term success, overnight success, but like you said, you know, taking care of your body now, the benefits it will have when you're 60, 65. Um, I want to live a life of where I can do whatever I want. I want my body to be able to do whatever it can, as long as it can. I'm an avid golfer. So it's like, I want to be playing golf with my grandkids one day. Um, and we have control over that. So it's it's the same thing with, um, with skincare, with mental health of, I want to be in a good place. I want my mind to stay young. I want my body to stay young. So. Investing now uh, certainly reaps its benefits later,
0: and the journey is such an important part of it. It's it's understanding that really resonated with me. What you just said about when this next thing happens, then I'll feel a certain way. You're living for the weekend, you know. Oh, I can't. I just need to get to Memorial Day. I Need to deal with all the bullshit. Get to Memorial Day. There'll be a party. I'll be. I'll enjoy it. But then, fuck. I got to go back to work the Tuesday after. And when you're living in that way, it's you're setting up this um, arbitrary date that if you just get to this date or this achievement, then you'll somehow feel a different way instead of taking care of how we feel every single day. And I truly believe 100 percent. I mean, I might have said this back when I was a principal. I might have said it in a way where it was kind of like cliche, like, oh, yeah, you need to understand the importance of every day and but I don't know if I ever really believed it until I experienced that the last year of my life where I was like, you know what? I'm going to wake up. I don't care what day it is. Any day that ends with a Y I'm going to try. That's going to be my best day that yeah. day. I'm going to wake up every single morning and I'm going to fully suck the life out of that day. The, the most that I possibly can. The only thing we're, we're ever guaranteed in life is that we'll die one day. That's the only thing we're guaranteed. So why not live every day without any fear of anything and just try to get the most out of that day. And I believe, The journey is in the little moments that happen. And so it's about the things that you're doing on a regular basis that will help you bring joy of the days. So I'm really fascinated, Michael, with how you go about structuring your day. So you have this 24 hours in front of you. There are certain things that people just do inherently on a regular basis that are just part of your daily routine. So And include you can include your skincare routine with that as well. So how do you, from the time you wake up until the time you lay your head
1: down at night, what does your day look like to to kind of squeeze the most out of that day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I, I'm kind of anal when it comes to this, but um, my mind goes a million different places. So if I don't structure my day, I'll accomplish nothing. Um, just because I can jump around from one thing to another so quickly. But so I actually time block my days. Um, I, the night before I will go through and down to the 15 minutes of I, I time block shower eat like everything. Um, and so it does allow me to accomplish more because a simple task that, you know, I guess, I guess there, there, there's a, um, I I don't know the name of it, but just the, the idea of you will take up as much time as you have to complete something. So say I want to draft an email and I give myself an hour to do it. I will take that full hour to do it, but if I give myself five minutes to do it, I will finish it in five minutes. And so it's really trying to stack as much as possible to force you under a time crunch um, to accomplish as much as you can. God forbid you can't get to everything; um, that's okay. You still accomplish more than you would have. And so my day starts at six o'clock every morning, um, which isn't super early, but it's you know I'm, I'm waking up before before most people. Um, and it does start with a skincare routine right away. Um, and it takes literally less than three minutes, but that first act of the day is for myself. Literally the only reason I do that is for self-care. There's no other reason. Uh, obviously the physical benefits that go along with it, but it's that first notion that the first thing I'm doing when I wake up in the morning is for myself. Uh, and so that really kind of starts my intention of the day. Um, and then from there, if I can, I usually try to try to read just a little bit in the morning before the morning really kicks off. Um, and then it's drive to work. I have breakfast here at work. Uh, cup of coffee goes a long way. Uh, and then it's, you know, just the routine of the day throughout work, um, typical routine. But I guess the more interesting thing would be, you know, what do you do not from nine to five, but from five to nine? Um, and so what I do is I, I have what I call a wellness toolbox. Um, and so that's this, this concept that I've created of there's these things in my toolbox that I know when I'm having a bad day, I can turn to those and they'll make my day just a little bit better. But on the flip side of, you know, it's really easy to focus on mental health when times aren't good. It's, you know, you're like, because you get that, that kick in the butt of, oh, I need to focus on these things. Uh, because you're not good, good mentally. But um, when times are good, it's easy to kind of forget about that stuff and, and shove it under the rug a little bit. But I do make it a point of, you know, take something out of my toolbox to incorporate at least one of them in my life, at least once a day. Um, even when times are good, I still incorporate mental health practices. And so my toolbox is, um, you know, something along the lines of I love even going to the range, I went to the, the golf range last night, you know, that's 45 minutes. That's nothing. Uh, but I know like that made my day infinitely better. Um, you know, taking time to read at least 20 pages of a book a day, it's nothing. Um, but you know, 20 pages a day adds up. You're finishing a book every two weeks. Um, love playing guitar. So setting aside time to, you know, enjoy music, um, and also journaling as well. That's another wellness tool for me as well that I've, I've just kind of started getting into as well. Um, And so I do wind my day down at um, 830 every day I shower. And then from nine to 10, it's incorporating at least one of those tools into my day. So that's kind of, kind of how my day uh, winds down. It's
0: funny. I just thought of something as you were talking, I believe that you can really change the world in that five to nine time. So it's, in the morning, so say if a typical workday is 9 to 5, it's that 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. What are you doing with those eight hour, or those four hours from 5 to 9 a.m.? And then what are you doing with the four hours from 5 to 9 p.m.? Like, how do you utilize that time? That's eight hours. So if you're working for eight, you're sleeping for eight, that 5 to 9 on both sides of your day, what can you do to squeeze the most out of those, those hours, those minutes each day? That really hit home with me, that 5 to 9 thing. Yeah. So understanding that you have this opportunity now to kind of th- be the revolution and what you did was you started a podcast along with it and so you're you know you're kind of challenging the societal norms around men's skincare um which i totally that, that was one of the reasons why your mission just resonated with me because you're like fuck it just this was the way it's always been that doesn't mean the way this is the way it has to continue yeah to be moving forward. And I understand I'm going to experience some some bumps in the road where people are going to say, men don't need to fucking take care of their skin. Men, don't, sure. We're men. We don't need to do that shit. Like, but you're saying, you know what? Think about it. Like, Let's think about the science behind it. Let's think about the results behind it. If you want to scoff at it, give it a shot first before you say, no, this is bullshit. At least experience yep. that. So talk to me a little bit about why you decided to start a podcast along with it or kind of at the same time that you were doing this new pro, this new line.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So at the core of it, you know, when it comes to men and skincare education is the biggest gap to get over. Uh, men simply don't know. And so it's not as simple as, you know, just coming up with a brand, having an aesthetic Instagram page. Uh, no one cares. Um, even I've got good friends who, you know, they know that I'm doing this and they still won't wash their face. And so there is, A huge gap to get over with education. And so the only way to do that is to engage the community. It's to get out in front of them and just show them, hey guys, there's another way. I will never criticize someone for using, you know, that three in one body wash. At least you're doing something. At least you're intentionally doing something to take care of yourself. It might not be the best way, but that's our whole thing is you know, showing men that there is another way. And so that's why I started the Be the Revolution podcast because the the really the big undertone is that is we're not changing the world through our skincare people are the ones that are going to be able to change the world we want to hear those stories of people that are starting a revolution and being the difference and the change in their own lives and so whether it's talking to entrepreneurs um or you know people one of our one of my favorite ones was um you know someone going through i'm trying to think of how many you sober he is now, but of just sharing a story and being vulnerable of, of sharing a story about sobriety and what it's done for him. Um, it's really just trying to engage the community and engage people that are changing the world for better. And, you know, we hear a lot, I mean, obviously there's celebrities, but in the news, um, you know, you, you never see the regular people that are just out there doing it. Um, and so that, that's kind of our mission with the Be The Revolution podcast is, giving people a platform to share their story uh, and really highlighting them for what they're doing because we don't get recognition enough. Um, you know, we, you can go, you can go 10 months without having a compliment from someone. And, and so it's really just giving, giving people a platform to share their story, um, give us little nuggets of truth and, uh, and be able to spread that word.
0: And I think one of the things that um, you just said that really resonated with me as well was just the, the everyday kind of guy. There's, there's so many unbelievable stories out there of people that have persevered, that have gone through difficult times and have overcome something challenging that was in front of them. And one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you on, on this podcast was that there is a mountain that exists in front of you, and you're like, I'm going to climb this mountain. It doesn't like you're going to be successful. I, I believe wholeheartedly that this, the GM Revolution will be a household name. Um, in the future, I just, I just, I see what you're doing, your passion and you're attacking it in a way like, listen, we're, I understand like, because we have a, a cleanser and a moisturizer and anti-aging formula, it doesn't mean that that's going to change the world, but people are going to change the world. So if people feel better about themselves, they're better equipped to do better for the world. And so that, that angle is, is magnificent and brilliant. So since you started this, so go back a year from now, was there a specific, life lesson that you learned that you're like, I'm going to take this with me forever. There's this one thing that happened, a piece of advice from someone, a business experience, whatever it is that you're like, this was a, this is a true life lesson. I'm going to be able to take forward um, with my journey.
1: Yeah. I would, I would just say the biggest lesson I've had is, oh man, there's a couple and I'll tie, I'll, I'll tie some in. One is and this is a great tagline for, I don't know what company it is. Uh, Just do it. Heard of it. Um, yeah, heard of them. I don't know if that's a household name. Um, but a lot of times, you know, we are scared of failure, um, scared of stepping out of the norm. Um, even for me, there was a huge, like. like I said, I had been in the skincare industry. It was second nature for me. I never thought anything different until I saw that there was something different. And then you start to, you know, you start to feel a little insecure about it of, ooh, maybe this is different. Um, and so there was a huge gap for me to get over to, you know, like, hey, guys, um, I am starting a, a men's skincare line of uh, the the looks that you get are, you know, just kind of turning your head of why. Um, and so just that emotional hump to get over of like, I am doing something different, but I'm going to be better for it. Um, it is it is a hump to get over. And I, the only advice I would have is, you know, just do it, be different, be unique. That's cool. Um, Why would you want to be like the norm? And so I always encourage people to, you know, push those boundaries of what they're capable of doing, because it's in those moments that, you know, that's where you will learn the most from those moments. You can only learn through experience. And the more you expose yourself to new experiences, that's the only way, um, you know, that you can learn. So just doing it, just starting it, would is, is the biggest takeaway. But secondly, along with that is the other side of the coin is never as scary as you think it is. The other side of any decision is never, like if you're between two things in life, uh, those can be, you know, th- those pivotal moments of you can go one way or you can, you talked about the two paths. Um, and if you if you're just really hesitant to go down one path, it can be really scary in those moments but um my biggest takeaway is nothing's as serious looking back on it as you actually thought it was in the moment um yeah i could look back 10 months ago when we were starting this of like oh i don't know if i can do this i don't know if i can you know, i don't know if people will listen to me and looking back like ah, that actually wasn't that serious or even i remember ta- reaching out to my first influencer of you know sending them a package I, like i thought that was a huge deal and i'm like no looking back and i'm like that that was so simple and so having that perspective when you're in the moments for the next time, it is really helpful. It does give you that sense of confidence of, I'm going to look back at this and thought it was no big deal. Why do I think, why am I stressing myself out about it now? That hit home with me. I read this book called The Almanac and it was by
0: Naval Ravikant. And he is, basically it was transcribed from this tweet storm that he did where he just, it was like stream of conscious tweets over the course of a period of time where he did like Thousands and thousands and thousands of them, and one thing that hit home with me was there's going to be this spot in your life where you have two different options. You have your there's that end result in mind, and there's the easy path to get to it, um, and then there's the harder path. And the easy path, it's right now you can get to this point, but then in the future you're going to have to deal with something more challenging. Or you can take the road that's going to lead you through, you know, a path that's winding around. It's a lot more challenging. He said, every time, take the harder path every yeah. single time take that harder path because one the journey will be more worthwhile. you'll get to the end and you'll still be able to to feel that sense, sense of accomplishment but to get to that point you're like, you know what I went through all this shit to get here and you have this sense of enormous sense of pride that comes along with it. So I love what you just said about that like it's not going to be as hard as you think it is, but just do it just <laughs> take that harder path even if if it seems a little scary right now, the sense of accomplishment when you get to the end is so much more rewarding. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the products themselves. So um, as part of um, your, you know, your skincare line, there's this, you know, travel pack that you, that is what you sent to me to test out. So tell us about those, the the products that you are um, putting on the GM Revolution site.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we only have five products. Um, And I know our women's line, um, kind of our sister company, we've got over 12 products because women are more interested, but for men, it was, let's keep this simple. We have five products. They really act as one, just giving men exactly what they need for their skin, nothing more. Um, And so I can kind of just walk through my routine because I use them every single day. Uh, So it first starts with the cleanser building block of any skincare routine is a proper cleanser. Um, It's water-based. So water, I mean, we shower because water flushes. We are using water as the mode to flush out the toxins. Um, so our cleanser, water-based cleanser, use it twice a day in morning, at night. Uh, and then we do have two moisturizers. One is an oil-based moisturizer. Uh, Dynasty got a great beard going. It also works as a beard conditioner, uh, gives that beard a good shine, but also uh, works for fine lines, wrinkles. You'll start to see those disappear within just a couple of times using them. Um, and then the, our second moisturizer is a hyaluronic acid big word for a lot of guys. I get it. If you don't know what the heck that means, Uh, but it is a really hot product right now, hot ingredient. Um, And so what that does, it's that works with a retains moisture in your skin, but B um, really works on your skin tone. So I, especially under the eyes right here of bags, kiss them goodbye, um, which is huge for me, you know, waking up early, but showing up on a webcam and a call of, Oh, it doesn't look like I'm as exhausted as I feel. Um, so love the hyaluronic acid. I use that twice a day uh, morning at night and then I finish it off with the anti-aging serum like you said um, that you use today and that it does exactly what it says of wrinkles, fine lines, um, also brings more color to the skin as well. So that's all I do. those four products are in the daily routine. We also do have one charcoal mask um, that I use just once a week. Uh, you don't need more than that and that's just I use them on Sunday nights perfect way to, to wind down the, the week. And Sunday nights for me are really a time to relax and gear up for the week, plan ahead, uh, kind of just plan my week, but also just, you know, take some alone time. So 15 minute mask, uh, and it's more of a, a deep exfoliate. And I didn't do all those things. I, I tried a couple of them, um, the
0: anti-aging cream or the anti-aging, it was like a, like a okay. scrub. Yeah. And the side effect uh, my penis grew an inch overnight. So we can, we can put no, I it, it, it didn't. I'm still, still exactly where I was. But wouldn't that be something if you could, if you could claim something yeah. like? I mean, yeah, you really sell some shit, right? You. This that would viral in a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to, brainstorm that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was um, a little bit off the uh, the rails there. So, I um, I wanted to thank you so much for being on my podcast. That I, I truly, truly appreciate. It. I love what you're doing. I think it's one, it's courageous, but it's also needed. It, it's filling a void that's there that people don't even realize exists. And I think what you're doing is you're trying to educate and inspire. And it's it's done in a way that is really grassroots. And it's something that I just, I'm so happy that you um, are part of Building Men now as well. And so people can um, find the product. Let us know where we, can, where we can get these products.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the best way would be uh, gmrevolution.com. That's gmrevolution.com. Um, and then our Instagram and Facebook, please engage with us. Um, I, I respond personally to just about everything that that's thrown on there. If you have any questions, it's it's at GM revolution skin on Facebook and Instagram, but the DMS are always open because I understand that there is a learning gap to get over. Um, so if you have any questions, like literally just reach out. Um, we've got a great team here that, um, if I don't have the answer, I certainly know someone will. So please reach out, always an open book.
0: And you have a special deal
1: for anyone listening to the Building Men podcast, right? How uh, they can get a a discount? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna have to fact check myself on this, but I think it's, um, the code is building men. Uh, So just like you said, I don't think there's a space in the code. Um, Let me double check this real quick. I got it in front of me. So yeah, Yeah. building men, no space. Yep, and it's uh, a 15% off on all products. So that's that's good forever. Um, just go on our website, gmrevolution.com, enter code building men for fifteen percent off.
0: That's awesome. I truly appreciate you supporting the Building Men podcast in that way. Um, and for those listeners out there, if you're if you're in the market for something like that, just to give it a shot, get, try it out for one time. Just even buy the sample pack or the travel pack, try it out. You get fifteen percent off. And give it a shot. I mean, what's, what's the worst thing that can happen? You're exactly the same, but maybe you understand that there's something out there that we don't know about yet. And if there's, we just have to get over our shit, we have to get over that hump and understand it's okay for men to want to take care of their skin. That's not a bad thing for us to do as men. Um, So Michael McGuire, thank you so much for being on the building men podcast. Um, You let us know how we can reach out to you. I will put that also in the show notes so people can can reach you. I'll continue to promote it on Instagram as well. Um, To reach out to Building Men, it's building.men on Instagram, Building Men podcast on Facebook. My email address is buildingmencoach at gmail.com. Michael McGuire, it was a pleasure, my friend. Um, And we will talk to you next time on Building Men.